gee, I, uh, you know, I'm not speechless, but uh, I'm enjoying this. My name is Benny, and I'm an addict. Hello, Benny. And you know, I like to think I'm not just a addict today. I'm a recovering addict. And I certainly feel I'm having an average recovery. <laughs> I don't have to tell you how many times I've been to the toilet tonight. I'm, I'm nervous, you know. I work with my peers, you know. You guys, no BS and you hear it, so. Uh, you know, I just, is there anybody in this room, anybody in this room, who does not know how to use? Well, you know, I think that's great because we don't have to talk about that and we can sort of kind of focus on, uh, you know, the gift of life that you're talking about, uh, that I would like to talk about uh, for me. And, uh, you know, before I go any farther, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, to say to the new, newer people uh, in this room, or anyone who may be having a problem uh, in coming to grips with what this program is all about, uh, it's good having you here. Uh, we certainly would like to see you again. We've waited a long time for you. And, uh, and welcome. Welcome. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to share my gift with you guys, the gift that you have given me, uh, which is uh, one day, eight months, and nine years. Uh, that's what you get, and what a gift that is. And I haven't had to use doing that. Uh, that's not saying I didn't want to. But I haven't had to use, and and that's so all right. So you know what happens? What does an addict do when he don't use for nine years and some months? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I, and I, and I, and, you know, I thought about this. I, you know, I don't think this is a, a totally bad thing for me, uh, feelings, okay? You know how we are about feelings, and we have them today. And I should have been here uh, Friday morning, I think it was, you know, and I got the tickets. I got my tickets March the 21st or something like that. But something happened to me Thursday night. I got so excited I couldn't sleep. That sounds familiar. And I didn't have anything either. I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I got a list, and, uh, you know, and I'm learning from you people about how to get better. And I, I made up a list of the things that you bring, you know, when you're going to toothpaste and stuff like that. And, uh, and I felt so good that morning. I got all that together, and I put it all in the bag, and was listening, and then I jumped in my car and had breakfast and went to the airport. But I didn't have the tickets. <laughs> yeah, so I missed my flight. And I had to go back home and uh, get the tickets. 
So I got here a little late, but I got here. And I just can't begin to tell you what I'm feeling and what I think I'm seeing. I, I've never, I've never been in the company of such a a group of laid-back addicts, man. You guys got it. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and I and I love it. You know, very briefly, when I when I first met you all, I had no idea what this was all about, and uh, I went into the hospital because I had the heebie-jeebies it seemed like, <laughs> and, uh, and I ended up on a detox ward. I thought I had the big seat or something, <laughs> and 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 you know, this is when I met you all, you know. And, uh, and I'm telling you, what a, oh boy, what a revolting sight that was. You are smiling and hugging, some of us are in the house, and shaking hands, and I heard stuff like, I'm a grateful recovering addict, and so forth. Boy, I really thought that was sick. I never heard that before. <laughs> hey, you see, I, you know, I was in that hospital, and I, I guess, you know, while we pray, you should sort of kind of remember uh, different things to pray for and I, uh, and, I, and I should say a prayer for the Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, insurance because I never would have been there I'm, I'm a working stiff I, I, I'm just so grateful for so many things I heard somebody say today that, uh, that uh, gratitude is a uh, action term kind of, you know, that I know today that's one reason why I'm here but at any rate uh, if I would have left, I would have gotten any insurance money. So they said, I had a little leverage over me. And so I stayed there and I, and I met you people. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and this was a program of attraction. I'm certain you can look around and you can see that, you know. But my attraction was just to catch you all in that lie that you were telling me, how dare you tell me that you don't use. How can you insult you like an addict say you're not using anything? <laughs> <laughs> so that was my attraction. And anyway, I, you know, and I kept coming, I kept coming, because I just wanted to get on. And, and, and in Michigan, we had uh, a little, maybe a little different format than you have here. We had tables, and six or seven addicts get around the table, and they come on the table, and they have a relationship. You know what I'm talking about, you know. <laughs> Everything that what brought us into the program. <laughs> so I wanted to get on top of one of those tables and really talk about you, you know. And, uh, you know, like a, a year passed, and uh, over a year, I think. And I had not caught you doing your thing because when we do our thing, everybody knows it. Everybody. But us. Right. And. And you know, and I thought about something else, that I hadn't used anything myself. Not nothing. You know, none of that little boy, little girl stuff, you know, weed or California cools or anything like that, you know. And you know, I hadn't even decided to quit yet. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter why we eat here uh, tonight. I mean, it's the course of the police or the dog or cat. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we're here. Now, this is what matters. And we may hear something where we don't have to use if we want to, or we don't have to use if we want to. Yeah. 
And that's how I become involved with you all. I didn't know what to share. I know you wanted me to make an admission. And I'm one of those people who, as you can see, like to talk. And I share, I made my admissions. And, you know, at the first half, and I said something like, you know, I was short, I was poor, I was black, but they screwed chickens. You know, this is a wonderful program. There is a a sort of a a, 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 a gentle, loving confrontation. Some of us call it inventory taking. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, man, what we were asking you, was it still fun out there? And that got to me fun to like. Because it stopped being fun for me oh, long time ago. But I always thought fun was just around the corner. If I could just get, you know, Get the lotto. Do they have lotto in Canada? Well, you know, get the big legs so that, you know, the gators use. You know the kind of stuff that I was satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) And some of those fantasies come here, but never was no fun. And so I got the first inkling from you all what was wrong with me. I was suffering from this affliction. I was suffering from the disease of addiction. And boy, I didn't take the rest too kindly. Because I still didn't want to be like you, you know. You know, So, you know, at some time I did become a part of the we. And uh, I became like, you know, we, we were all addicts. But the unmanageability to me, uh, after I stopped doing what I was doing, those average addict things, injecting drugs in every conceivable place in my body, uh, and uh, just doing those things, right? And I stopped doing that, and I certainly, uh, you can't tell me that my life is unmanageable, my life is manageable, I wasn't doing those things any longer. But I was trying to manage something that was very difficult for me. I was such a horror for giving away my money, right? That, uh, you know, I really didn't know. I was trying to manage my money. I was trying to manage uh, my feelings and emotions and passions for years, you know. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was miserable. Okay, I was miserable. Uh, I was miserable because I didn't have what you all had, you know. Although I, I was so dishonest. I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't ask you. How did you get that? When you ask me how I'm doing, I was oh, just fine, just fine. But it wasn't fine. And you know, when I would get my paycheck, and uh, you know, I would go into a store and it would have uh, a sale on for toilet paper, and I said, give me twenty dollars worth. I mean, how much shit paper could you use in one day? <laughs> so those were the kind of things that I was trying to manage. And uh, you know, I'm just so grateful that I didn't, you know, I didn't use, you know, because I was there, you know, extremely vulnerable, and I didn't have the the honesty or the courage to ask another addict, an addict that's been around here for a while, and say, "Gee, what was it like for you when you had?" 
a year or 30 days is the case. I needed to know that, but I didn't ask. I told myself, I can handle it myself. So I went through a lot of pain. And uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, I think that I, the honeymoon was over. Uh, uh, that sick excitement was no longer a part of going to meetings every day. And uh, I saw something that I needed to see uh, from you all. I saw someone sharing about all the guilt and shame and uh, you know the stuff you talk about that you don't like to talk about, you know. And this member was sharing this and he had a twinkle in the eye. <laughs> sure, you know. Yeah, I mean there's some powerful stuff, man. I mean, how can you smile about that? You know, and, but that was what I wanted and that's what I that was my spiritual awakening. It wasn't about put your shoes out of the bed, and it wasn't about do this and don't screw it, don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know how we are, you know. <laughs> and I'm, of course, I'm guilty of that myself. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, but I needed to see that. I said, boy, now that's what I want. And I've always wanted that ever since I was a little kid. I wanted to feel good. Yeah. I wanted to feel good, you know. And I thought I'd found the drugs and uh, maybe it worked for a little while. But anyway, when I saw this member do this, I began looking around. I guess I began opening up my mind a little more. I becoming more aware of where I was uh, in terms of what is the NA program. You know, desperate men and women. Desperate. Desperate. And seeing hope in that desperation. But above all, seeing humor in that desperation. I've been with some members and they've uh, just sort of kind of kept me in stitches. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, that kind of... Uh, I said, well, yeah, maybe this is where I want to be. Maybe this is, I still wasn't totally sure yet, you know, if this is what I wanted. Oh, yeah, one thing here, you know, I don't know about you guys, you know, but uh, my attention span is about this long. So, you know, and I'm not going to keep it long, you know, but, uh, but I want to I get on it and, and talk about the gift. I just want to give you a little background. Let me put my watch down here. <laughs> uh, you know, this is some powerful stuff. you got a group of people there, you got them and everything. You, know, you can't go to the toilet. It's cool. <laughs> 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 so, you know, and uh, I, uh, I think that, uh, that uh, having uh, uh, some concept of, uh, of the first five steps, uh, and that, that we have an impact, it has an impact in our lives. Uh, and I think without that, we can't go on uh, to, to, the, uh, to the sixth step and the seventh step and so forth. 
And I think that uh, that I'm beginning to have some impact on the first five steps. And I'm beginning to understand more of my condition as an addicted person with a disease. I think I'm beginning to understand that, as you all say, there's something more involved than simple drug use. I cannot share. I mean, that seemed like a misprint. You know, why would he put that in there? I mean, this is on years. It's got to be anonymous. It's got to be dope, you know. Ah, gee. Because I remember what you all said. They quit using it and you'll be all right. You know, which I did believe. And somehow I did use. But I wasn't all right. Boy, you know, I wasn't all right. So I began to, over a period of time, begin to, you know, wonder how come I was not all right. How come I did not um, have what I thought I saw you all had. Um, and I began to look at that. Uh, one of the things that I did, uh, I, I had a need to get good around here. Get good. And I, you know, and I want to say something to you. Things are being a yes. You know? <laughs> Especially the living ones, right? <laughs> so you all come to my rescue again. He said, no, we're not talking about being good. We're talking about getting better. Getting better. Okay, you know. Because I wanted to get good. So, you know, accepting this disease concept was not easy for me, okay? And it wasn't easy for me because, gee, you know, uh, you feel good, the sun is shining, sex draws strong, you got two dollars and fifty cents in your pocket, me I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) We think about it anyway, right? <laughs> anyway, so you know, and so the disease thing, you know, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of nip and tuck there. You know, what do you mean disease? You know, so I can do whatever I want to do. You know, I don't disease. You know, I'm grateful I didn't use. I didn't use. Well, let me kind of clear that up. You know, I wanted to, and I did all the all the things that you all suggest don't do. I did. Yeah, I got involved in those relationships, you know. <laughs> so I she can use I'm gonna use something. So I mean, you know, so you all told me something that I that I you know makes a great deal of sense now than then say, Well, you why don't you better go ahead while while she's in a fall because once the fall goes you'll never <laughs> So you know, so so yeah, that was a, that was an impact there uh, in the first five steps, you know. And it got to a point where you know I just had to I just had to believe in a power greater than myself, and I've already told you how I tried to get through. So, but that power that I come to believe in. Strangely enough, it's your people. Right? Just look around, you know. <laughs> ah, gee, you know, I mean, you know, when I think about putting my life and coming in my world of my life over the care of these guys, it gets a little frightening. I mean, look around me. 
But you've done a marvelous job for me. And you look at me, you know, I look good. I know that. You know what I'm <laughs> But I'm going to say something that I don't ever want to hear again, ever. I'm a 63-year-old junkie. Ain't that many around today? Trust me. You know, that's, that's quite a gift. And I got it from you people. Yeah. And I got it from being involved in this program of Narcotic Anonymous. I believe in this program. This is not a religious program, thank God for that. But, <laughs> but NA is my religion, if we just use some kind of a loose translation as a way of life. Okay. I love this program, I love the people in the program. I mean, what a concept that we're, we're, we're dealing with, you know. Total absence. Total absence, isn't that something, you know? So, you know, I, and, 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 you know, greater than myself, and this is you people, you know, and I had to, I had to, wow, I had to plug into those, to that collective consciousness that's in our program, that's in the NA. I had to plug into that collective experience, you know, of living. Sure, this is the gift of life. And I believe that when we wake up in the morning, and this is my opinion, and you know how they are. Everybody has one. They're like, you know what? So everybody's got one. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I just had to believe that you all knew something that I didn't know. And I know that when I wake up in the morning, I have the gift of life. I can smoke a cigarette, you know. Sure. You know, drink some wine, you know. Go to work. Go to a meeting, try to help somebody. All of those are my choices. They are my choices. And, uh, and I needed help from you all to help me with those choices. Okay. Because at one time, they were your choices too. So I had to I come to believe in you. And that was neat. I, I took a look at some of the things that was going on in my life a day at a time. And I, I really didn't like what was happening to me. I wasn't using and I, I wasn't stealing, and I was paying my bills, and uh, I was hugging the newcomer, the newcomer coming. You know, I would tell the newcomer, but we all tell the newcomer, you're very, very important, and I would try to be the sisters to the newcomer. And I was saying my prayers at night. You know, when I could, sometimes I forget, I just forget. I'm not a bad person, I just forget the person. So, you know. so, and I was doing those things, but somehow, somehow, things was not right in here. Somehow, I didn't feel quite whole. I still thought that there was something, something outside of Benny that was going to make Benny whole. That's the feeling that I had. Okay. You know, I wasn't willing to talk about this. Okay. You know, sometimes I think, and uh, 
you know, it's it's uh, it's a sort of a humbling thing to make the admission to you that, <laughs> that I'm no longer cool. <laughs> uh, that uh, that I'm very confused, you know, <laughs> and I'm horribly insecure, you know. And so, you know, who wants to talk about that, right? <laughs> and so, you know, so things just got things got kinda kinda hairy for me around there, you know. Um, and so, you know, so that so, so I had to really get into the first five steps. Okay, you know. Uh, because for the first few years of being around y'all, I actually thought that drugs was my problem. I thought that when I quit using, made the decision to quit using, that automatically I was going to start living. Huh, I would no longer be a dead person. <laughs> you know, not dirty the face dead, but you know, like a zombie. <laughs> I'm talking about in the program. But I'm also talking about uh, my unwillingness, uh, my dishonesty to share with you what was going on with me. None of that cosmetic bullshit. What was really going on? How do you feel? Oh, I feel great. I feel fine. But above all, to understand the need for getting involved in those steps. And not ventilate them. But really get involved in them to accept them on some emotional level. I guess that's called, correct me if I'm wrong, personal recovery. You know, personal recovery. We work very hard for our personal recovery. Very, very hard. It's hard work. And I found out that there was, gee, man, you know, you know, you just, uh, you just, you just a guy who ain't used today. You know? <laughs> you know, like it says in the book, okay, just a guy who have not used today. And I began to sense that I wanted more. I wanted more. I began to stop saying because you all were asking me, and I would, I would wear it back and say, I didn't use today. And you always say, great, that's fine. What are you doing with your life? And how I hated you for that. How dare you ask me what am I doing with my life? But I wasn't doing anything. But making the crowd bigger, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so the first five steps, and, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to start a fine end of my life. With your help, of course. With your assistance, of course. So you know, and I and I and I and I and I, and I, and I, I was thinking of uh, uh, talking a member about the six step, and uh, you know, to humbly ask. Uh, you know, whatever is going on, to have it removed. The humble answer to be removed. You know, and I, and, I, and I had no idea how difficult that would be to me. You know. I'm not an atheist, I'm not, I'm not, I don't even know what that means, but whatever it means, I'm not that way. <laughs> but I did not have a, a, a source to go to, okay, to help me remove all that shame and all that guilt 
And even after taking and weighing a fourth step, there still was there still was something, you know, the old mission. Taking an inventory and forgetting something. And what I was forgetting when it would come up, it would almost be overwhelming. Particularly the anger, particularly the guilt. It seemed like an inbred thing that was so far down. I wanted that to be removed. And there were some practical things that went along with that too. Um, for example, uh, you know, like over 20 some years ago, I believe it was, I got my nose broke. I was in an accident, car accident. And, uh, and you know, and I left, you know, the car. And I mean, with the nose, right? You know, and so I just went on and got me some hooch. And, uh, but a less sophisticated that's whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and some cough syrup. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and uh, like I say, what's your nose? And so, uh, and, and so years later, okay, uh, uh, I begin to bother me. You say, well, it's not a problem. Unless it's threatening breathing, right? That's what you always say. So this was threatening breathing. Um, it was all cruddy inside. Um, and I was hearing a, a low-grade infection. And I, I was told that it needed to be uh, surgically rebroken, uh, a deviated septum, I believe they call it. You know? and, uh, and I got a second opinion and said, yeah, yeah it's, it's a problem and it's not going to get better. Okay? And you should look at it. And a strange thing happened to me. And, and incidentally, I had the surgery in, 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 in January of this year. But I got caught up in something. I got caught up in, gee, uh, should I get the morphine now or later? <laughs> <laughs> this is big time stuff, you know. And it was big time because when I would wake up at night to go to the toilet, my body would be sweaty. But it was like having a stereo on full blast in my head. You know, and it was bothering me. And yet, I was not willing to talk to you all about it. Okay. Are you doing great? Oh, great guys, it's fine. Jesus is so nice. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, you know, and so you go to tables, you go to your group, you go to people, and, and all of a sudden something just comes up. Oops, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. And I remember what you all told me. God, it was so, it was so beautiful. You said, Benny, if you want to be straight, it doesn't matter what they give you. What did I think about that? It doesn't matter what they give you. And so finally I made the decision. I had to get the surgery. And part of my instructions was to take a, a responsible adult with me. <laughs> and I really didn't know what that meant. <laughs> but I know today. <laughs> a responsible adult are you people. You all. Any one of you. And what this responsible adult do is 
gently and lovingly take charge. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and so, uh, and so, and, and, and the person that went with me is, is my very dear friend, my son, and we, 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 we practice together, so you can just imagine those of you who may have families and, so, you know, so, uh, and he's in the program, too, thank God. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I really mention that because sometimes our family members is, you know, but it works for me and works for our family members, too. So anyway, I, I went to have the surgery, and, uh, and the doctor there knew my history. I explained that to him pretty thoroughly. And so they give me, uh, uh, they put me to sleep. And, uh, oh, gee. When I, you know, when I woke up, and they woke me up there, you know, woke me down. And that was the most awful feeling that I ever had. I felt that if there was anything to catch, I would catch it. That's how vulnerable that I felt. Okay, you know. I, you know, and I felt like something violent had happened to me. You know, because they had grease around my eyes, so that must have been... You know, when I, when, I was, when I was out there, you know, when you pass out, you know, you say, oh, I pass out. You know, you old I'm drunk, you know, you just on the side. No, I know what happened. You know, you have a sense of what happened. You know, at least I did. <laughs> but with this, you know, one moment, uh, and the next moment, and there it is, and it's all over with. And what a horrible feeling that was, you know. So when I went to put on my clothes, and I had to put on my clothes, my son had two prescriptions. He says, Paul, he calls me Paul. He says, they give you, they give you some, some antibiotics. They also give you a prescription for, uh, I think he said, Tylenol 3s or anything. Oh, oh, everybody knows that's no problem. I mean, <laughs> so anyway, you know, he kept waving and running, and I never got my hands on that thing. <laughs> I never got, I got, I, I got torn, I'm sure. <laughs> and so I end up uh, going home, and I live by myself, and I, I, and I become so frightened, I thought I was going to bleed to death, all the guilt come back, and so I didn't lie down, I said, I'm going to get you to touch. And somewhere I heard you all say, a long time ago, don't ever have anything in the house, you know, you know. No beer for Susie, anything like that, you know? And, and somehow, you know, I never had anything. I don't know if I believed it or not, but I never even said I had anything in the house. And I'm so grateful. Uh, I'm so grateful that I didn't have anything there. I'm so grateful that the prescription was not there. Because believe me, I wouldn't care what it was. If there had been something in the house, I would use it. No, no, that's wrong. I'm sorry. I would have abused it. <laughs> so, you know, and, 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 and I was just so, I was just too sick uh, to get up <laughs> and go somewhere. I wouldn't know where to go nowhere. I was just, was just a miserable wreck. And it seemed like that uh, 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 
uh, what else is it? You know, a simple withdrawal. You know, just magnify that a, 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 a thousand times, and maybe you can understand what else feel. But anyway, like you all say, you know, nothing remains the same. It'll pass. No. But I needed that experience because I've heard you say, no matter what happens, if your ass fall, I'll put it in the paper bag and bring it to a meeting. <laughs> You don't have to use. So, so you see, that becomes my experience. Your experience becomes my experience. So I'm grateful. But what, what, the wonderful thing that happened to me okay, is I was beginning to get what? Judgmental. You know, a couple of days clean time, you know. And, you know, we don't always come in here with, uh, BMWs and I need some of us come in with those red tennis shoes on. February. <laughs> <laughs> and the galoshes on in July, you know, no. <laughs> some of us come in like that, right? And, and, and we're told and suggested that we're all important. You certainly want to tell us to the newcomer, you know. Fanatics is weird, you know, when we BS in the ministry, you know. And so, you know, I was, I was at that point where I was willing to compromise that. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, um, and I was caught up in whether I should like you, I love you, you know, however that goes, you know. I, I, you know, I've heard say, uh, I love everybody, and I said it, but there was a part of me saying, you know, Benny, that may not be accurate what she's saying. <laughs> And so that's where we're, and, but when that happened to me, a wonderful thing happened for me to understand my peers a little better today. I may not like you, I may not love you, you may not love me, you may not like me, that's fine. But I respect you. I respect you because you're not using, because I know how difficult it gets sometimes from life crises, if you will. Okay. Yeah. And I respect you. Because you don't pick up. And I needed that. That was a spiritual awakening for me. So, you know, sure, now I'm ready to have this stuff removed. I want to get better. I want to get better. Okay. You know. So I'm willing now to, to, to do what was so hard for me to go to a source to have this direct communication. Uh, with this God of my understanding. Um, this is something I need to... I found out I can't forgive myself. can't help myself. I need help. Okay. Um, I can't damn myself. I guess I would need help for that. Okay. With all the... all the... What I'm becoming aware of, that's my human condition. Okay. I need help. But above all, I want to enjoy this vision that I am now seeing. Okay. Man, I want to live way up into the next century. All this information that's coming at us, we're getting more information than we've ever had before in history about people like us. I just want to be a part of it. I just want to be around for that. 
I want to be around to enjoy what I'm beginning to understand now the spiritual benefits of this program and having that that's that's that void filled up uh, with spiritual need, if you will. I had no idea of the spiritual sickness that I was involved in. And I was quite content to say, gee, I ain't shooting though. I guess that that statement in itself is to let you know where I was in terms of programming. Um, and it's all kind of different times around here. So, you know, uh, you know, we get such gifts, the gift of life, trying to learn how to live. And I'm getting this from you people trying to understand what it means the freedom of not having to use and sometimes I can just sense a freedom that I have but I don't always know what to do with it I give it away I give it away and I lock myself all up again and there's no one to blame but me and that's hard do you mean I am to blame for my pain? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, there was a, I, uh, I was, I had this sense of freedom on one Saturday. I was going to be there, and I was feeling real good. And I, I, my mother, she, God bless her, she had a, she had a thing about underwear. Okay. And uh, she always wanted me to have clean underwear. It seemed to have something to do with accidents or something. <laughs> Green underwear and all. So, you know, and I, and, and, and I don't know if I was able to, uh, I made up Kevin Green. I think I kept him on, I'm not sure. But, but anyway, <laughs> on this day, I, I uh, you know, I just thought of uh, such a, it was a good idea, it seemed like. And I decided to, to you know, I was going to a meeting, and, and I decided not to wear my underwear. <laughs> and you know, and there I was, you know, I mean, and I felt good and free and loose and everything. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, an addict loves secrets too. That was my secret. Nobody knew about it. <laughs> so after the meeting was over, as we, uh, I want to do. You know, you got you have coffee and you socialize and you do little stuff like that. You know, that's an interesting time. Sometimes you hear some real good stuff in those situations there, you know. And so coming back to our car, there was a uh, open manhole. And I stepped in that. Right up to the hip. Okay. And the police had to come and they took me to the hospital. That was a very frightful thing. And when I got to the hospital, I was just uh, matronly nurse there, and she says, well, you know, take off your pants, and I, and, and so, and she says, take off your pants, and I had to, I said, I don't have on any underwear, you know, and I could just see my mother turning over, <laughs> <laughs> I 
so you can, so you see, I'm not sure what to do with this freedom. <laughs> Yeah, so you know and I want you know and I and I and I and I want the feeling of inadequacy to be removed. Uh, I want this feeling, you know, I wake up some morning and I sing my prayers and uh and the next half a second I feel like a lump of beetle. And, you know, I mean, what did I do wrong, you know? So I want this guilt to be removed, too. And, 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 you know, and this is something that I, I, I found it very difficult to talk about. I found it very difficult to talk about my anger, and I, I had no idea that I was such an angry young man. Um, well, it wasn't anger, it was like rage. And I didn't like what I would feel when I would get like that, you know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a real toxic feeling, you know. It's, it's like going up on the ceiling and it takes time to come down. And I didn't like that feeling when I come down from that trip of anger. I didn't like that, you know. So I want that removed. And I know this is what, uh, you know, what I must work on to, to get involved in what you all like to refer to as personal recovery. Okay. You know, I'm seeing you, part of my vision is seeing you guys, you know, having babies and getting married. Now, I think that's me. I do. I love hearing you all share with other addicts and go for it. Addicts going back to school, they're getting degrees, they're getting masters, they're getting bachelors, associates. Uh, high school diplomas, I love all of that. Okay. Making use of what this program, what Narcotic Anonymous has given us, making use of uh, the gift of life of just being able to wake up and breathe and make a decision what you're going to do that day or that moment. What are we going to do? And that's what I want to do. You know. I no longer want to rob myself of living this golden moment that we all have. First 24 hours, I suspect that it kind of works like this golden moment by golden moment. I kind of suspect that's the way it goes. Yeah. You know, when I was coming over here on the plane and, uh, and uh, boy, was the weather turbulent. Uh, you know, the plane was bouncing all over. I mean, you know, I mean, it's powerless business. I mean, sometimes you have to get some concrete reality of what that means, you know. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there were a couple of ladies on the plane, God bless them. And, you know, and so they were praying, you know. And I looked and I, and I you know, and I said, wow, well, you know. But the thought comes to me how totally unprepared I am yeah, you know, I mean, if the guy said, come on, let's go, Benny, you know, I says, wait, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready yet. You see, you see what I'm saying there? And, uh, <laughs> 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 so, you know, so you have, and I was saying, he was saying, well, you know, he, he sort of kind of feels that, and, and now I agree with him that in order to live, you got to be prepared for the, for the other end of it, you see, you know. 
So you know what? I want to give up that fear. I want to, I want to, I want to accept what I deserve. We deserve, I'm not talking about entitlement now. I'm talking about we deserve these nice gifts that we get. We deserve these nice homes, these jobs. Okay? We deserve those things. We deserve them. And you know, when I think about the gifts that I that I receive, I only run into trouble when I say, This is mine, this is all mine, don't mess with it, this is mine and somehow I run into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so so part of uh, part of my vision is to is to is to get better. Is to get better in those areas. Well, you guys are going to dance tonight too, you know. And uh, I know you hear the trip to light fantastic, and uh, you know. And I, and I got a little taste of that boogie in last night. I saw you out there, yeah, yeah. And that's me, you know. And I want to, and I, you know, and I want to ask. Uh, I've been to a lot of dances. And somehow, you know, we're talking about asking for stuff to be removed. I'm going to, right? And, but somehow I never got enough coffee in me to get out on that floor and dance. <laughs> well, you know, it kind of goes like this. I'm so important everybody's going to stop doing what they're doing and watch me make an ass out of my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a gift to get out there. Somebody, well, you know, but I'm shy. You know, all these years, you know, all this stuff has been going on with me. I didn't know it. Well, gee, I thought I was cool. I believed all that. You know that stuff. You, you're cool. You're bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but it's not like that. It's not like that. You know. I'm so grateful I haven't had to go to the car while I've been standing here. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, and I, you know, keep that twinkle in your eye. I think that's a wonderful thing. Okay. I hope that, uh, I hope that our newcomers can, can see a way to come back. So much happens, and I mean, one thing that we don't do is use. Yeah, we don't use in our meetings. We don't use. And that's very important because that's what it's about. We don't use at our meetings. I try not to give uh, the newcomer, uh, add to the drivers at the newcomer that we already have when we come in. We come in with a lot of drivers, a lot of do's and don'ts and vows and all that other stuff and these. So I try not to do that. I try to remember the desperation that I had when I first met you all. I try to remember how you treated me. Okay. I try to remember, you know, how you touched me in that place that people like to be touched at. You know, that very special place. I want to remember that because it was so gentle. And I hear so much talk 
about how we each understand God, and I think that's great. But when you touch me in the way that you touch me, for it's the greatest gift I ever had. And when I allow you to do that, it's the greatest gift I can give you. And you know, so this is God for me. You know, this is God for me. And it's a very practical God, I think. You know, I can see you guys. I can touch you. You do those kind of things. I can hear all that desperation. I can hear you come in and say, I want to rip his or her heart out. You know? Isn't that a hell of a feeling? You know? Rip up with, with your bearing his shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you don't use and you don't jump off the. I don't know what's the bridge around here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Right, 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 right. right. You, you know, you don't do that, you know. That's dealing with that desperation, okay? And so for the newcomer, let's start to kind of, uh, just like to share with you uh, what was told to me. And I had a tendency to get global about those, those things, you know. But she told me to go to meetings, and don't use your clean meetings. Okay. You say that's where all the shit happens at. Between meetings, not at meetings, go to meetings. Okay. You told me to get phone numbers. You know, this is a program of, of suggestions. But sometimes those suggestions get real strong, don't they? <laughs> that's why I said you told me. Get phone numbers and call. And call. You tell me to get a sponsor. To find some addict in here that I could trust. And, uh, you know, it was just a little bit more explicit, too, you know. You suggested that I get a guy. Because there's a lot of stuff that guys need to talk about. Now, I don't know about you guys, but but, but, but drugs and alcohol and sex went together. It never worked out now, I want to tell you that. But somehow it went together. And so I, I didn't know that was a discussable issue. And so, you know, so there's a... There's a... Having a sponsor is a very important component of this program. Get a sponsor. Get a spiritual advisor. Find someone you can trust. Now I know you say, oh man, that's a big deal there. Well, it is. You know, when you give your money to an addict, he says, I'll be right back. Trust me. And you're trying to watch the back door and the front door and the roof. I mean, you just, you just spread out kind of thin there, you know. <laughs> he says, trust me. <laughs> so you come in here and here we come. Hey, you know, trust me, it's going to be all this to think so. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard. So we're asking you to trust someone. To trust the man. Just trust him. I think all of us want to be used. We don't want to be misused, but we want to be used. 
so as newcomers and, and old comers too because sometimes I think that uh, we'd be around for a little while and we get sort of kind of caught up in, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, sometimes I think the old power needs a little hug too sometimes. I think an old power needs to be told that, uh, you know, you're important too, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel that sometimes. I, I see that lady over there. God bless you for 13 years, you know. So maybe I should call you sometimes and say, how was it like for you when you had nine years, you know? Because I need to, I need to know, I need to know. I need to know that I'm not cured. Uh, I need to know that I'm not God. You know, I need to know those things. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, so this is kind of, ah, oh boy, this has been something for me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm truly grateful. Uh, that I was invited here uh, by this group. And uh, you guys are not going to turn suddenly, are So anyway, I see a note, you hand him a note, you're on my side, you know, I got And uh, that's humor, man, just humor. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm very grateful to have been invited here. And uh, uh, this is an experience that, uh, that I will remember. So when I get that feeling of uh, whatever, I can think about this. I can draw on this. You know what I'm saying? I can, I don't know about you, I can wake up in the morning and decide, well, I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> and a strange thing happens. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> So you also asked me, so, well, man, uh, you know, uh, you brought it on, you can change it, you know. So I can use that. This becomes part of my, my bag of uh, resources. Okay. And you know, I may not remember your name, but I'm sorry to remember the face, Joe. And uh, you know why I remember? Because you're whole. You're whole, yeah. You're a complete person. I'll remember that. But above all, you're not get caught up in, uh, you know, like it was when I was under the influence and things was not too clear, things was kind of vague. It won't be like that. It will be very shallow. I hope to see some of you guys again somewhere, and I'm sure that will be true. They say that uh, two mountains can never meet, but two recovering people can always meet. So I'm grateful that you all have uh, you've given me another day of being kind. Thank you.